0: I'm A-San, and this is the review, well, the pre-season review. Uh, City played the Yokohama Mariners, uh, and the game finished 5-3, or 3-5. Joining me to look back at that, and also just to have a little look at the state of play for City with nearly two weeks until the uh, first league game, I've got Lloyd. Morning. Good morning. How are we feeling? Yeah, good. First review of the season,
1: somehow, (laughs) kind of i heard they said on the commentary it's been it's 43 days since we played that's at least at least 40 days too long if you ask me (laughs) i don't know sometimes probably could have done
0: with 20 more but um no i'm glad it's back yeah me too me too I, i i think what i realize is that um the older i get the more tedious i find the transfer window season um and so I found myself sort of getting unnecessarily anxious uh, after after the Champions League final. The kind of following the preceding few weeks just felt like I was getting stressed for no real reason. And I, I always felt as though as soon as I watch this team play, I'm going to feel very differently. And I feel a little bit like that's what happened, that, that I watched the game on Sunday. And was it Sunday or was it Saturday? uh it was it was sunday i think yeah i've got i've got <laughs> i've got no idea what day day of the week it is if anyone's interested i'm in the south of france on holiday so yeah i'm not in no a
1: one, no one's interested don't <laughs> where are you
0: are you back in london
1: yeah i'm back in london Yeah. sorry
0: i didn't even ask you that my apologies anyway um so it was just really good to 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 watch the boys out there mm-hmm. again it it made me feel it reminded me of how good this team is reminded me of how good some of the players are and reminded me just what what a challenge it is for everybody else to try and catch up but we'll get to that we'll get to that obviously i just men- mentioned the um the transfer window season how are you feeling yeah, I'm starting to get a bit, a little bit
1: nervous. I think. Um, I remember me and you had a conversation last week, being like, "Wow, Burnley's Burnley's three weeks away." Um, and obviously, we've got Arsenal, which is you know, not. I do not really care about that game, and but it's like a bit of a curtain raiser, isn't it? Um, but really, the, the, your eyes on Burnley on the. I think it's on the. 10th or 11th of August, because we're the Friday night game, aren't we? We kick everything off. Um, And I remember us saying, wow, this really is the week, isn't it? Last week where we need to start making some moves, <laughs> start signing some plays. And obviously, that week's gone pa- past and gone. No, no kind of real uh, steps forward on the transfers, from, whether that's ins or outs. Um, you know, Walker's still with us. Bernard is still with us. Um, you know, the Walker's thing sounds like it probably will get done. Mara's is still with us as well, although I'm sure that's just a formality. Um, no kind of progress on the Cavadio deal. In fact, probably backward steps, given their reaction to it kind of going a bit public. And I know you said it reminds you of the kind of De Bruyne negotiation with Wolfsburg. I genuinely can't remember how that went it's so long ago. Um but yeah, I mean, it, the 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 season is close now, um, so I am I am beginning to get a little bit nervous. Um, but what is
0: it that you want to see?
1: A, a winger, okay. I think, and um, you know, I think I think we need to replace Walker if he goes, and it looks like he's going to go. Mm. Um, and you know, I was still kind of of the opinion that we probably needed one extra anyway even if Myers and Walker didn't go and that was like a winger or an eight so and that looks like it's not going to happen it would be my read at the moment I feel like we're only going to replace the players if they go and even that might not happen um, but I think winger has to be has to be the one where we need a body surely Partic- mm,
0: particularly I think- with Myers about to walk out the door I think what worries me a little bit about the winger thing is that I don't really see the point in doing a body for a body. Um, I feel as though you have to have, there. there is a look, there is a requisite amount of quality that you need to play for city. Um, and I'm certainly not advocating that we don't, that we don't replace Maras, but I'm not, I'm not like massively inspired by the names that are knocking around. And maybe equally i'm not hugely inspired by the line that seems to be coming out of city that they want a premier league based player because i sort of look around the league and i go well who are you buying like who who the way the way i sort of began to think about it is who is there in the league who i'd be prepared to swap oscar bob or james mccarty for in a pinch And I I can't I can't think of that many wingers. Like obviously the Elise, I think, the word is that he ripped his hamstring right off the bone, right? Which just sounds absolutely gruesome. Um but he's somebody who I like and I rate, and I can see why the club like him, and I can see why the club rate him. And in an easy negotiation, in a straightforward summer, adding him would be something that I'd be in favor of. But a little bit like Maras, he plays almost exclusively on the right wing. Um, and I'm just not convinced that adding that sort of profile massively improves the squad because we've got Jack Grealish and Sergio Gomez on the left wing. And actually on the right, you can play Bob there You can play McAtee there. You can play Foden there. And obviously you've got Bernardo who can play there. So I'm beginning to think, at the bare minimum, the winger needs to be a bit more versatile than Um,
1: Maybe. Maybe. I hear that. And a lot of people have said that after the game. But I think it is just one game. And the way I look at it is slightly different. So we've got a bona fide first-choice left-winger in Jack Grealish. right? I don't think we've got a first-choice right-winger at the moment. So I think I think that's that's what you need to fill in the squad. We've but lost... Bernardo not count. Because he's going to play in midfield, isn't he? If now, if, if we're not going to sign a midfielder, now that Gundogan's gone, Bernardo's going to play midfield, I think. Okay. Um, so... And Foden is going to end up playing... He's probably going to end up playing everywhere again, isn't he? Mm. So, no, I think they need to sign a right winger. I think they need to sign a senior-ish one. And there was a lot of good stuff, obviously, particularly from Oscar Bob. Um, but, you know, there's there's flashes there from McAtee. Um, Palmer, obviously, but I, I expect that he'll he'll go out on loan. But really... I think you need to be careful not to get a bit too clouded by that. And actually, when those guys, if those guys had to start, you know, key Premier League games in a month, two months or so, I think people would feel pretty differently about it. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. In terms of, in terms of guys in the league, I mean, Kulosevsky is, would be the obvious one for me, but he, he obviously went to Spurs. um, And, That was a little frustrating because Spurs were fanning around with paying, I think it was like, we discussed it on the podcast, didn't we? It was like €40 million. Now, I find it strange that we weren't at the table or kind of, you know, keeping tabs on that because it wasn't too long after the Morris Saturday thing had happened. Um, I think that would have been absolutely perfect. And you, you would think that he would come to City over Tottenham at the moment. So... That's one that could have worked, I think mm. definitely on paper he's I think he's good enough to play for us, and he's also to give you your um characteristics that you want. I think Kursevsky has shown that he's also versatile enough not to just play on that right wing. he can play a bit more across the front line,
0: yeah, yeah, but I think that ship has sailed um What about like just widening the search a little bit outside of the league? Are there any? Uh, I'm going to make you Cheeky baghera and Omar Baradas just walked in your office and said you can have as much money as you want for a winger and you can pay whatever wages you want. Just go and get somebody. Who are you going and getting? Oh, um,
1: which, it, I, I've got to say it's tough because, you know, a lot of the guys that people are pandering for or were linked to, I just haven't watched a lot, you know, watched them play football. Mm. Um, You know, I have Sane on that list for sure. Um, the one guy I had seen a bit of actually is was DRB at Leverkusen who's now mm-hmm. signed for 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 Villa again like when that kind of broke and 45 mil I was a little bit like where are City in this uh, because he's really highly rated he's had two really good seasons um, season before last he put up uh, 10 plus goals assists in the league I think last season he was like 9 and 10 um so he's definitely shown some promise and when i've seen seen him kind of in europe he, he looked really direct but also like technically quite good as well so could give us a little bit of what we're missing so i was a little surprised at that outside of that i mean like you know people are saying like barcola leon like i haven't watched him so i find it almost impossible to to mm-hmm. rep these guys without the seeing them.
0: yeah the other name is brian shirky which everybody everybody seems to be clamoring for I guess I just I think with a lot of these what I would consider to be very young players or young players um, I would like to judge them against our young players and I do wonder whether there is that sort of you know European bias where you you know we look at Cole Palmer and McAtee and Bob and we think we know how good they are or we think we know what their limitations are. But then we look at Shirky or we hear the name Barcola and we go, well, he must be amazing because Paris Saint-Germain want him. Um, But I feel as as though there's been tons of transfers in the last five years of players that when they move or when they're touted to move, you're like, oh, he's meant to be amazing. And then they move and nothing really happens and, and they don't really take a step up. So I think that I'm I'm leaning much more towards if you're gonna do a winger. I'd have Leroy at the top of my list because you know what you're buying, you know he can play both sides. Um he's actually been coached by Pep before, so the adaptation period is much smaller. And even though you're not buying from the league, it's the same as buying from the league because you're buying somebody who has played in the league before and and knows it. So I, for all those reasons, I, I would be targeting Leroy, and also just because I feel as though Bayern Munich are desperate to to have some sort of sales this summer, um, particularly if they want to pay for pay for Kane. Um, so I, I would definitely be chancing my arm with with Leroy, but again, I just I feel as though if any of this stuff was going to happen. Don't you think we've heard somewhat by now? Like, I know that people say, like, ah, yeah, but a country came out of nowhere and City do have it within them to pull a rabbit out of a hat. Now, I do agree with that, but... I also feel as though it's slightly different buying a centre-half who's a little bit on the outs at Dortmund, who you're bringing in with no real pressure to go, well, come in and you're going to cover for X and Y and we'll see how you do. There's a difference between that and going, we've just sold Briad Mahrez, Gundo's gone, Bernardo probably has to move to centre midfield so we ain't got a right winger or Bernardo plays right wing and we ain't got a centre midfield player. Um, so either way, I think that within mm, that… It's one or the
1: other on, on that, isn't it? I think, yeah, exactly.
0: Whatever. And and I feel as though within within the context of that, you can't really be taking projects on. I don't really see the point. I think that if you're if you're gonna to commit to a transfer, then you have to commit to a real transfer. Um and that yeah. kind of leads me to the another question that I've got for you. I posited this somewhere else yesterday. Um do you think it's possible that City have just decided that the market is too aggressive this summer and they've almost made a decision that, you know what, actually we're not gonna do anything because Outside of buyout clauses, everybody wants stupid money. Saudis are inflating the market. Contracts are out of control. It's so competitive. Everybody's trying to buy. It seems like a bad summer to try and address a serious issue. No, because if that's how you feel, then you don't allow the players to go, do you? They, they didn't really have control over um, Gundo, to be fair. Um I, I do. Kunda, they didn't. He was out of
1: contract, but you know, they they don't have to sell Walker. They don't have to sell Moraes. They don't have to sell Bernardo. You know, if you if, if your view is that God, the market's crazy, we're not going to get value. Um, we don't want to. We don't want to go in for someone and get into a bidding war with someone like Chelsea or whatever. Then I think, given where the squads are, I think you would have to say oh, actually sorry we've reevaluated and we can't do these deals Mm. um they, they can't they can't just not sign people um i expect i expect they're just and this is the problem i think you know the reason we're always usually so comfortable with city is that they're super proactive and they work on a target since december and it kind of emerges in march april that you know that's city's first choice and You know, most of the time we get it over the line. Sometimes we don't, like your Georgienias or your Maguires or whoever someone gazumps us. And then we either pivot or we just decide, no, we're okay. I think the problem this, this season is that obviously the summer is a lot more reactive. It's based on... Um, basically, guys that the club didn't want to lose, so Walker offered it. They offered a new contract. So he's basically going to turn it down. Mora's—they gave him a new deal last summer, and it had two more years to run. Uh, Bernardo—they've given him a, apparently a huge contract offer. I think he's set to earn over three hundred grand a week, which would put him in our top four earners. Um, yeah, but so I
0: don't it- think that's—I don't think that's huge. I, d- I don't think you know. With with the best will in the world, I think it's normal that if you're going to offer Bernardo Silva a new contract, he has to be in the top three or four owners at the club, right?
1: Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our contents, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes, and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now, or simply click the link in the description.